Hi friends, I'm Dr. Cindy Leibert. And I'm Brooke Jack. We are your hosts of the Joy Prescription Podcast. In this show, we interview pioneering individuals who are integrating faith into their work and their spheres of influence in their respective fields of healthcare, coaching, psychology, and ministry. We dialogue at the intersection of lifestyle medicine, brain health, and Christianity. In each episode, our guests will share their hard-won wisdom and strategies for intentional living, spiritual growth, and health stewardship. Together, we explore God's joy prescription, how He redeems our life stories and brings us into wholeness, mind, body, and spirit. We are so glad you're here to be a part of this conversation. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Dr. Cindy Leibert here, and welcome back to the Joy Prescription Podcast. My co-host, Brooke Jack, and I are on a journey with God. <laughs> we are called to create this unique wellness community and support network for Christian women leaders in, in the fields of ministry and medicine. So if you're a woman in leadership, you are in the right place. And if you're a man looking to come alongside the women leaders in your life, in your church or business, you're also in the right place. And we're so glad that you're here. We especially want to reach out to women leaders or aspiring leaders in the fields of ministry and medicine. So that's vocational ministry, pastoral staff, missionaries, spiritual directors, lay leaders, anyone in the the business world, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and also physicians, nurses, nurse practitioners, PAs, other medical professionals, mental health professionals, life coaches, and and of course, aspiring leaders. We really want to come alongside you and support you. Our mission is to equip one another with the knowledge, the practical tools, and loving, grace-filled support so that we can all flourish in our lives and in our calling. So I'm delighted to introduce you today to our special guest, Andrea Stuns. I'll read her fun bio for you. It's very creative um, as a way of introduction. And then we'll let her share her inspiring story with you today. So Andrea Stuns is a Christ follower from the age of seven, a wife of a miraculous 34 years, a grateful mom to three amazing adult children, a genuinely blessed mother-in-law, and a ridiculously proud grandmother to father <laughs> with two more on the way. Having lived in Brazil, Asia, and the UK, along with multiple addresses in the US, Andrea is a well-traveled Texan who finds joy in her family, grace in her friendships, confounding beauty in survival stories. She seeks purpose in every sunrise and wonder in her travels and banks on the immeasurable hope in Colossians 1.17. She is a counterphobic Enneagram six wing five. We'll definitely need you to explain that. <laughs> an empath and a nurturer. She serves others in mentorship and as an editor. Andrea currently lives in Kansas in an almost a hundred year old beautiful house of stories with her husband and two doodle dogs. 
We do have one, well, actually two doodle dogs too. So welcome, Andrea. We're so glad that you're here. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm humbled and honored to, to partner with you in this, this amazing ministry. What you do pairs so well with my heart mm-hmm. um, in, in multiple ways, but in the way of natural medicine, natural health, uh, the path to, to help to becoming healthy naturally, but um, also in ministering and encouraging leaders and others. So that's- thank you so much for being here. And I know you have quite a story to share. And one that I know our listeners, many of our listeners can relate to. A big part of your past journey was trauma that you've journeyed through, and that's affected your physical health. And and you've been uh, able to heal or on a healing path. Yeah, for sure. Emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically. So I'd love to you know, share your story with others. Um, first, just uh, clue us in on your ministry. Who who do you serve? So I, um, because of past trauma, uh, I am, I feel more safe just uh, ministering mostly to women. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do love, love, love um, mentoring engaged couples uh, who are about to be married because of my marriage story. Um, I just, man, if I could help an engaged couple start out with a better path than we had almost 35 years ago, (laughs) that would just give me so much joy. It just gives me so much joy. So, um, to, to help engaged couples, I also, um, am a mentor for married couples who either are healthy or need to be, you know, desire to be healthier because I think because of my marriage story, which we may get into, we may not, but I'm kind of on my third marriage to the same man. (laughs) So, and, And each, each way, you know, each, it just has to be different every time, you know, when we, even if we stay with the same person, there are markers in that story that, that, okay, like we have to do things differently now. So it's almost Mm -hmm. like a new marriage. And so what I, what I can offer um, through mentoring is maybe a different vantage point, a different point of view for moving forward in a new way. So I I was going to say, I I know that you're certified in as an Enneagram coach. I'd love for you to explain. (laughs) Yeah. So Enneagram, Enneagram is fairly well received, but it is a controversial tool. Uh, and I do think it's just a tool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lens through how we can learn and discover more about ourselves uh, and each other. I call Enneagram the language of empathy, because as I've learned, um, as I've learned the different types and studied and grown in myself, uh, it was a it was a big marriage help for my husband and I to like, oh, you're not a jerk. This is, just, you know, this is this, I get it. Like I get why you've done things. And he's like, Oh, I get why you do that. You know? So it's, it's a very empathetic way to see one another, um, a tool, a personality tool, but it just explained like when I, I fought Enneagram for a long time, which is very normal for a six where sixes are very skeptical are skeptical. Um, very like, hmm, I don't know about that. You know, that's kind of our mentality of 
questioning everything. We question everything. Is it the investigator? Is that like the... No, the six is the loyalist. Loyalist. Um, So we are, we are pretty much committed um, almost to a fault at times Mm. if we're Mm -hmm. not healthy. Um, But the commitment that we bring to the table, the loyalty that we bring to the table is, is a gift. Mm-hmm. And, and it's been a gift to my marriage. <laughs> you know, yeah. My husband and I are good right now. So anything that I say that might sound negative is a past thing. So we're in a good place right now. But, um, but I told him like, man, if I would have been an eight, you know, <laughs> we would not have survived. Like if I would have been anything <laughs> besides a six. <laughs> That's the fear, right? <laughs> so anyway, and plus I have a family background of, of, of stubbornness. So I think we I'm <laughs> just stubborn enough to say, nope, I'm sticking with this. I'm going to do it. Oh, so the counterphobic part, you mentioned yes, the counterphobic part. I'll touch on that real quick. So the counterphobic part. So in a six, there's a counterphobic six and a phobic six. So the counterphobic six is me. And I will push against fear. Like, I'm like, nope, I'm going to do this. I'm going to buckle mm. down and I'm going to go against, you know, I'm going to go against it and I'm going to, I'm going to push in. I'm going to lean into the fear. Now, a phobic six would be more inclined to um, back away from the fear. Um, okay. So you're brave. <laughs> very brave. Sixes have to be courageous. Let me put it that way, because we, we have to fight our fears 24 seven. Mm -hmm. wow so insightful yeah thanks for sharing that you're a mentor you walk alongside women that have had trauma especially around relationships you do some premarital counseling and you bring Enneagram the personality tool into your right and I may not use the Enneagram word you know, but I can use my Enneagram knowledge and insight to understand who I'm working with um, better. Uh, you mentioned counseling. I'm not a counselor. So, uh, you know, I'm I, I mentoring. Um, I am very much an alongside you kind of person. I don't, I don't typically offer counsel or even advice. I'm like, let me, I just want to walk with you. I, I, my motivation for ministry um, and pretty much everything I do is that um, because I've felt so alone in my past that I just hate, I just hate the thought of anyone walking this life alone. And so I'm here. Like if I can, if, if I can walk with you, even in your work, which is in my editing and freelance work, um, mm-hmm. to me, that's very, that's just, I want to walk alongside you. I want to support you. That's a, a beautiful way to live your life. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for sharing. Yes. Yeah, so Andrew, you were just sharing, um, that being the motivator, just helping support people is what gets you up every day to do what you do. But what actually got you first started working in this area of, of ministry, serving women the way you serve them? Well, so I've been a part of the church forever, you know, since I was seven, I've always loved the church. I've always loved serving in the church. My husband and I did a lot of mentoring and marriage mentoring, um, before our marriage started falling apart. Um, but we've always done, we've all, it's just always kind of just been a part of, of what I've done, but more in a focused way over the last couple of years, uh, since about, well, since May of 2018, to be exact. Um, so I, I became a part, uh, a participant in a group, um, called Wives Care. 
Uh, it's through a ministry out of San Antonio called Be Broken, and they serve men, women, and families who have been broken by sexual brokenness. After my marriage imploded, after some betrayal, I found this ministry as a participant. So after that, it it was just a lifeline for me. It was it was the right time, the right message, the right tools. It was just everything I needed. And, and it was for me so much, even just a few years ago, so much of healing after betrayal or after marriage trauma of any kind was couple centric. It was for the couple to heal, but this ministry was just for me. And that just felt so, so much like it was such a gift. Mm. So because of that and how it just brought me so much strength and healing, I, you know, would had been in, ironically, the leader of the ministry is from Brazil and I had lived in Brazil. So we had a good connection in that way. And so we just began talking and she's like, you know, what, what, what can you do? Like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I want to serve in some way. And so I began with being the admin. Uh, we we created a private Facebook group for the women to extend the journey. So after the group participation, it's just like there's nothing there. So to continue the get so many good friendships and mm-hmm. um, bonds are made in the in those groups because um, you go deep, you go really deep with some really messy stuff. And so we just, we offered the Facebook group to continue on. So I admin that Facebook group. So that's part of my leadership. And then it's just kind of evolved into a few other things in that ministry. So that's part of my, my ministry that I do um, for betrayed wives. So um, does that answer your question? Oh, yes. Yes. Andrea, I think that it just illustrates perfectly how God tends to use our greatest pain Mm -hmm challenges and trials to to grow us and to enable us to reach out to others and and serve and it's so right. I went to yeah I went to a an intensive one time um, earlier early on in my healing um, journey and one of the comments that was made by the leader was very impactful I already had at the time of disclosure I guess I should say uh, was I was already in the public, you know, I had a blog, I had a public writer page, I had an Instagram, you know, I had a public presence um, and shared a lot of my story already. I'm pretty much always an open book. I always have been because I don't want anybody to feel alone. You Mm -hmm. can see with right here, with is my favorite word. Like I love the word with, that's just, that's, I love it. That's, that's, (laughs) that encompasses who I am. Andrea, talk a little bit about how the trauma that you've dealt with, how that's affected your physical health and, and how you've incorporated uh, you know, natural healing measures and, and what steps you've taken to help yourself physically and, and emotionally on the healing journey. Uh, it's been such a, a cool journey. It's been such an insightful journey and not an easy journey. Um, I have always been a fairly small person. I am not small right now, but I have always been in in physical form, a pretty small person. Um, But when, when I entered into the the land of trauma, um, some other things came out as well, which is 
typical, mm-hmm. some repressed mm-hmm. trauma from childhood. It's just like, it just kind of opened the doors and that's very common. Um, not a fun thing, but it's very common. There was a period of a, probably a couple of years when my body just shut down, not shut down in like, I, I still did things, but it just didn't process. It didn't, you know, I was tired. I had no energy. I had, you know, a lot of fatigue, a lot of stomach issues, you know, the brain fog, all of the things that, that are standard with the, with pain and trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I gained, you know, I ate my emotions where some people who go through this, you know, don't eat, um, mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I ate my emotions. So I gained a good hundred plus pounds in those, in, in a couple of years. Um, the, the part, the gracious part of that is I can now look back and say, thank you. Fritos and bean dip for keeping me alive. I definitely drank too much alcohol. Um, mm. if, if any is even good, but I drank, definitely drank too much then. Yeah. So there was some grace that, that I'm able to give myself now for, you know what? Thank you body for, for taking care of me. Thank you body for keeping me alive. Um, I did lose about 50 pounds. My goal was a hundred. I haven't gotten there yet. Um, but, uh, I'm still working. I'm still going and I still progress in progress, progress progress over perfection. Right. A lot, lot to be proud of there, Andrea, and your journey, Mm -hmm. things that you've embraced new routines. And that's a lot of change in a short time, but wow, that's amazing. Right. Thank you. And, and I am proud of myself, but I'm also grateful that God has given me the the insight and the mm-hmm. ability. I was in a good enough place mentally um, to tackle the physical. Um, Andrea, you mentioned earlier, um, have showing grace for yourself. Can you expound on that a little bit more with us about just how grace has fit into this healing journey? I think, um, that is something that other listeners who may be on a similar journey or dealing, you know, with a hard, hard path, um, need to hear a little bit more about the grace aspect. I grew up in a very rule-based faith background. Um, I didn't grow up with a lot of grace or knowledge of grace. I work really hard not to do anything wrong so that I don't need grace. The problem with that is the humility of realizing that we do all need grace. And when Mm -hmm. I was confronted with the sin of other people that affected me Mm -hmm. personally, Mm -hmm. I'm like, gosh, Jesus gives them grace. I'm really no better. I didn't do those things, but I'm really no better. That same grace is mine too. How do, how do I reconcile that? How do I, how do I receive that grace that in my pharisaical, you know, self-righteous place that I grew up in? Anyway, it was a long journey. It was a long mm-hmm. um, journey uh, of then thinking, okay, I do need grace. I mm-hmm. also deserve grace. And if God, oh, I don't deserve grace, but you know what I mean? Like in, in, 
I, Jesus wants to give me grace. That's right. That's in the way of deserving, not that I'm, that I deserve. So that didn't come out right. But so grace was important for me to receive, but also to give myself. I have a friend who is an author and she, she wrote a book called Try Softer. um, And it just impacted me in that I was working so hard. (laughs) I was working so hard, Mm. you know, and I was white knuckling Mm. my hurts and my pains and my traumas. And I'm like, what if I just give myself grace to let go and breathe Mm -hmm. and receive the grace that God wants to give me, Mm -hmm. you know, because one of the things that I learned in that journey was, you know, I'm, I'm constantly trying to to, I asked my sisters one time, uh, I have three sisters. So there's four girls in my family, no brothers. Oh, oh, um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's great that I have amazing, amazing sisters. Um, but they, I told them, I said, did y'all realize that I'm a people pleaser? And they were like, no, duh. <laughs> I'm like, why didn't you clue me in? Like, why didn't you tell me? So, but in the same vein, I thought I am working so hard to please God when God is just saying, you please me. Right. Rest in that rest in my pleasure. Yeah. I created Mm -hmm. you. I love you. You know, you don't need to strive so hard to, to please me. You, you are pleasure to me. So anyway, there's just so much grace in that. And then I could take that and give myself the grace too of, you know, last year, as I mentioned, I gained, I lost, you know, 50 pounds. I was in Thailand for two and a half months, I was, you know, doing some, I got completely out of my routine, gained a little bit. And I'm like, you know what, there's grace. I, I can't always do it right. I can't always do it right. Um, I can do my best. I can work hard and, and try, but I can try softer instead of um, just constantly trying harder. I call myself a thriver instead of a survivor because (laughs) I just love the word thriving. rather than just surviving. So yeah, answer your question. Yeah, that's really great. Just to bring up that part of being able to receive the grace of God in our journey and not put up the wall. Um, I think it's easy to get trapped in the shoulda, coulda, woulda narrative, but we have to realize like what you've realized you you were journeying into new territory, something that you did not expect a path did not expect to walk down. So you're, you're figuring it out along the way and you're not going to know exactly everything to do just right. Every single moment, every single yeah. decision. Yeah. So there's, there's got to no be for this. Right. No for this right? <laughs> yes. So receiving that grace is, is important um, to realize that, Hey, you're, you're figuring out, you're navigating this, you're with walking with God. I'm sure Emmanuel is probably one of the names of God that just like grips your heart so deeply. Yeah. God with us. And, and so, yeah, thank you for sharing about how grace fit into your healing journey. Well, thank you for letting me share. I I don't know if I've shared this with you, Andrea, but um, I, I, through my creativity, God speaks to me and I uh, came up with an acrostic J-O-Y for the joy prescription and and your story just reminded me of that. So the J is because I'm, I'm a striver and a fixer too. You know, I'm always trying to troubleshoot and fix things. That's part of what makes me a good doctor, (laughs) but the J, he 
he helped me realize that the first step is surrender. You know, just be still the J, just be still, breathe, (laughs) sit in his presence and, and just be, um, that, that was, sounds so simple, but it was revolutionary to me. And then the O being just open to new possibilities, to his grace, to whatever he's, you know, doing currently, what he's infusing into my life. And, and then the Y is saying, yes, um, you know, just, uh, having the, the courage and, and braveness to say yes and to take that step in faith. So thank you. That. And that's, that's honestly is, is why I've been drawn to, to what y'all do because um, to what you do, because it's, it does fit. It does fit with my outlook and perspective and, and journey to joy. So oh, we're so, so glad that you're a part of our community. Share yes. a little bit more about how your experience, your Christian faith, how that is woven into the work that you do to mentor women. So I think because I came from such a rigid, uh, rule-based, judgmental, um, and I'm saying that about myself, um, that is my faith background, Um I don't have any issues. I don't, I don't have the, I do have spiritual trauma, but, but I don't blame, you know, I don't place blame on, I think the church, just like most of us, you know, we, we react to culture, we react to different things. And I think the church reacted. And so that's, I, I always, I like to say that the church needs um, therapy too. <laughs> So, uh-huh. <laughs> so, you know, there's grace, right? There's grace in that. Did, did we get hurt along the way? Absolutely. Some of right. us did. Um, but it's a messy no. journey. <laughs> it's a messy <laughs> journey. And, and it's a messy journey because we're all human. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, anyway, are there wounds? Are there deep wounds? Yes. But at the same time, I think how I the pain that I've endured and the trauma that I've walked through, um, it just gives me such a compassion for, mm-hmm. for the pain of others, because I, I just like, there was, there was one situation we, um, another part of our story that I don't think I said, but as we lived in the art in an RV for a, about a year or so, really nice RV. It, it was a, it was a nice life. We weren't roughing it, um, <laughs> in Utah, in the mountains. It was amazing. But um, there was one situation where there was some domestic violence. And and I just remember thinking, I want to go to her and say, I believe you. I believe you. And and I think that's what a lot of us need. We just need someone to say, I believe you. Mm-hmm. I believe you. I believe this hurts. I believe this sucks. I believe, you know, that's the empathy in it. And I think because of my empathetic um, strength, um, it's not always good. It's not always valuable, but right. Our, sometimes our biggest strengths are our hardest weaknesses, but um, I don't, I don't know. I just have a lot of compassion for the pain of others. And I think I can just go alongside them in that and, and be a, be a me to sitting on the couch in the living room, you know, even on zoom, you know, I feel like yeah. that's, that's kind of my mentality is uh, just kind of, let me, let me sit on the couch with you. Let's have a cup of coffee and, and chat. Awesome. 
Well, Andrea, we want to hear what would be the top three tips that you would share with other women facing a hard path to healing. Okay. So this is a good one. And one that I love a whole lot because God gave me these three benchmarks when I first started sharing about uh, my betrayal journey. Um, and, and they've, and they've lasted. So in a nutshell, it's be kind, be healthy and glorify God. And those were the things that as I shared, as I walked through my journey, uh, of communicating with others, of sharing with others, but also with myself, be kind, be healthy, glorify God. And those were just three amazing benchmarks kind to myself. Also be kind to others. I need to share things that aren't unkind. I don't, I am not an unkind person. I did unkind things in my, in the heat of my anger and hurt. I did, um, which is normal, but still not who I am. Um, that's not my value system. So, and then the be healthy. Um, I think of that as a integrated health, as we kind of talked about before, you know, mind, body, and spirit, um, is, is what I'm sharing is what I'm communicating is what I'm bringing in. Um, in my, in my healing journey, is that healthy in all the ways? Um, and then, and, and one of the things, um, that I wanted to to bring out that has been a pivotal part of me in my eating journey, but one of the things I asked myself is, does it have value? So an extension on the being healthy is, does this have value? Is Mm -hmm. it valuable to me? Is it valuable to others? Mm Um, and then the last one is glorify God, because this is his story. When I ultimately came to the huge revelation of, wait a minute, this is not just about me. You know, I am in the gospel story. Um, how can I, in my healing, in my sharing with me and with others, does this glorify God in, in God's story, in the story that he's writing how can I be a part of that bigger piece rather than, than it being just uh, mine? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I think you mentioned when we had spoken before um, about a prayer that you often pray in relation to glorifying God, um, which was Lord, help me to be willing to be willing to fill in the blank. Is that right. still something that you absolutely. Okay. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. That was from, uh, one of my therapists, um, a trauma therapist early on. Um, I've been in trauma healing from betrayal trauma for uh, about 10 years now. So, but, but intensely for about five. So, but early on in the, in the five-year section, um, she was not a believer. Um, but she, told me about how she stopped smoking and she would say, you know, Lord, help me be willing to be willing to Mm. not smoke this next cigarette or to, you know, smoke two instead of a pack, you know, or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, And so I just kind of took that and I thought, okay, I like that. Like, I don't not, it it goes further than just saying, Lord, help me to be willing, Mm -hmm. help me to be willing to be willing Mm -hmm. (laughs) to, you know, make that appointment or to eat healthy foods today, or, you know, uh, admit that I need help in an area. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so good. That is, that is really good because um, it's amazing what God will do when we just give him our yes. Right. And 
and just say, I'm willing to go send me or, you know, whatever it may be, whatever circumstance or situation, but just that willingness and open heart of um, surrender. Right. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your story, Andrea, for being vulnerable and brave, just uh, you know, put your story out there uh, for other women. I know many, many of us can identify with some aspect of your story, whether it's absolutely un- unhealthy behavior, struggling with uh, addictions to food or alcohol or you know, any kind of trauma or b- betrayal. You've gone through a lot of pain and suffering, but have come come out on the other side and, and you know, able to share some pearls of wisdom with us and some tips and encouragement. I, I think uh, your story is very powerful and it's beautiful to see how God is redeeming all the pain and suffering and, and uh, helping you to transform. So Love if you want to, right? That's what it's about. Right. Trauma, trauma or no trauma, we're all about this life is just sanctification, transformation to yes. redemption, and we're going to get there. Yes, keep trying softer, right? <laughs> <laughs> great, great title of your friend's book. Um, so, Andrea, share with our listeners how they can connect with you for mentoring or editing, all, all the wonderful things that you do. Yeah. So, my website is just simply andreastuns.com, A N D R E A S T U N Z.com. A lot of people like to put a T before the Z, but there's not one. So, andreastuns.com. And then you can find me on it with Andrea Stuns on a share. Um, I share a lot of things on Instagram. Uh, my business stuff, but, but I like to get personal too, because that's just who I am. So um, I share, I love to travel. So I share some of my travel things and travel adventures going to Italy in April. So you'll be seeing oh, about me. Lovely. if you need someone, want someone to walk or work alongside you. Um, Fantastic. Thank you, Andrea. And so much for having you. me. Appreciate yeah. it. It's been fun. Yes. For our listeners, anyone um, that needs additional support or encouragement around the intersection of being a woman, a leader, having our Christian faith and being in some sort of ministry, whether that's in medicine or um, in in formal ministry or informal ministry, we just encourage you to reach out and connect with us at thejoyprescription.com and uh, consider joining our vibrant uh, community for wellness and um, connection and support. See you next time. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Joy Prescription Podcast, where we explore the intersection of lifestyle medicine, brain health, and Christianity. We invite you to take your learning deeper with us at thejoyprescription.com. Be sure to sign up for our email newsletter and receive free weekly joy prescription devotionals. Bye for now.